Welcome back to Barely D&D, your sort of Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm Zach, your resident dungeon master, and I'm thrilled to bring you the second part of our Halloween one-shot, Under an Iron Moon. Here we conclude the story of three Kefkin officers faced with a situation that they find to be increasingly grim. We hope that you find today's adventure engaging, moving, and not a little bit unsettling. All jokes aside, on that note, we want to give a brief content warning that today's material is going to be a little bit more graphic than what might be found usually on Barely D&D. So um, there was a bit of a precursor last time that might not have felt fully fulfilled, but it will be today. <laughs> so if you have any little ones that might listen to the podcast sometime, this might be a good time to consider some discretion. Otherwise, we are thrilled to bring you the last part of our one-shot, and our regular campaign, The Accidental Adventures, will return soon. Without further ado, we hope you enjoy Under an Iron Moon. Part two. So with no further, the day just continues on. Another day on watch. Um, one of the three officers will always um, do a watch overnight over the gates. So I would like um, <clears throat> one of the three, I would like all three of us to roll a d20. And whoever has the highest roll will uh, have a watch. I, actually, I'll, I'll tell you what, let's go with the lowest. I think that makes more sense, because yeah, the others like get four. to sleep. Um, what did everyone get on their rolls? I got a 14. I got a 9. <laughs> okay. So, at some point later that evening, um, you uh, you all have had a full day. You've run patrols. Um, you've had the first day in the absence of your captain. And as you all are uh, returning to your barracks, um, sort of transferring from one set of clothes to another. Also, the night gets cold because the day wasn't. It's never not negative at night. The question is just how negative it gets. Um, uh, it's very frequently negative 20 or much lower. Um, it's awful. And so you guys very quickly change into night clothing. And as you all are um, uh, sort of getting ready for it all, Anir, who now has a bandage wrapped around her forehead. Um, and, uh, like, both of you have some, like, wounds to nurse. Um, but such is the way of a Kefkin. Is this just from this morning? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, you all with wounds to nurse and things to attend. Um, Anir is sort of, like, wrapping everything up. And, uh, she says, um... I suppose one of us needs to do a night watch. And, um, I guess one of us might be feeling up to it from a lack of, uh, lack of physical toll from the day. She doesn't give you a polite smile, but she just gives you a flat expression, as she said. Marnie is, uh, so you, like, you know, nod and sort of gather your things. I. <laughs> That's what she says. Because no, I just wasn't expecting. <laughs> and Lashla nods, and she gets out her little journal, reads from it, and she sort of like bundles up under her covers and starts to get ready for night. And Marnie, you are free to uh, head out of the front of the building in the pitch dark. And there's always like a handful of sconces and um, torches lit throughout the town, just for the sake of basic light. Do I need to get like a source of light with me? You would take a torch with you. Okay. Um, but each soldier does as they do watches, both okay. for the sake of light and also just for some semblance of war. Okay. And you you know that you won't be the only one on the wall. There's always at least two soldiers on the wall. Um, but you're just, you know, once a night, uh, an officer goes out to sort of like 
keep an eye on people and you know like yeah. to have an officer Okay. Um, and as Marnie leaves, there is a brief moment where just Osk and um, uh, Lashla or Anir are in the uh, in the officers' barracks, sort of like I assume bundled under blanket in your uh, in your bunk. Did anything transpire? Um, I think I'll just be like sitting in my bunk, not really talking. I already said my like. I gave her a handshake or whatever, and that was kind of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Lashla does the same. She doesn't speak much. She just sits there reading out of whatever that leather book is. And um, there's sort of like a bit of a pause. And just as you're kind of like starting to doze, uh, her clear, confident voice is produced at a volume sufficient to hear clearly, but not loud in the night and she just says um do your people fight like that um yeah i'd say yes do you know them no what makes you say yes then uh because there's a reason why i don't know them What are your ambitions here, Ask. Um, it's a good question. I am competitive, obviously, but I don't think my end goal is what yours might be. Care to elaborate? And she just turns a page of the journal or whatever. I'm not somebody who... How do I say this? Um, I'm not somebody who puts innovation and strategy behind multiple ideas. I like having one goal and one task and and meeting that task to the best of my ability. If that makes sense. Hmm. I can see the way that you think and work and we are much different in that respect. And I look up to you for that. Make a persuasion check, Oscar. Twelve. <laughs> There's a pause. A long pause. A whole minute or two. After a bit. In the dark. It's very dark right now. Lashla's voice just sort of picks up and she says... Do you ever have any desire to get out of here? Uh, what do you mean? To leave like Chich. Like out of Chich? I wouldn't mind. I don't think I'm stuck in one place. Not but if I do, Empire. I'm not upset about it. Hmm. Well, 
You're skilled. I'll always need lieutenants. And then she just flips another page in the journal. Reading with her dark vision. Eventually. Eventually she closes it and slides it under her pillow and rolls over and goes to sleep. Marnie. You are outside. There's Is it snow. like middle of the night? Or? It's like middle of the night. Okay. And, um, you don't have keen. I know, that's why I was like, what's the gauge here? Eventually you, um, you <laughs> up the wooden steps of the um, uh, battlement that runs the edge of... Battlement's a strong word, <laughs> but the walkway that runs the edge of uh, the town's defenses. And you are um, up there with a uh, torch and the wind is just It's snowing all around you, and there's faint warm amber light of the town from behind, and um, I almost want to pick a different song, because it's fine, but it's also not exactly a pleasant atmosphere you're in. <laughs> um, biting cold is all around. And in fact, biting cold to the point of, one could say, a feature. Um, so could you, uh, could you roll a constitution check for as you walk around in this frigid cold? Wait, I think I have a thing for this. Hold on, hold on. Party members, Why? hold on to your feet. Hold them. Because I'm about to blow y'all's minds. Holding. Found Whoa. the wind around I'm you. cold now. <laughs> uh, what'd you get in your constitution? Freezing. Just straight constitution? 15. Yeah. Okay. Um... As you clatter and shudder against that cold, um, you hold your torch close. You do not take any of the effects of biting cold. <laughs> um, but um, you are miserable. Fun. Is there any soldiers like near me, or is um, it just me? Yes, three hundred feet ahead. <laughs> um, somewhere okay. on a different part of the wall, another okay. soldier has like. The light's low enough. Yes, whoever they are, they're huddling against the edge against the cold. So am I, like, looking out? Am I looking, like, over the town? Let's describe what you can yeah, see. Yeah, like, so which way am I? So to one side of you, to, well, it's it's a wall. You can go either way. Oh, okay. To yeah. one side of you, there's the town. Um, quaint and simple. Um, above the town, it is on the slope of a mountain at a slight grade. So above the above you is um, rocky mountainside. It leads up into dark, uh, obscured by the pale blind of snowfall and... Um, rapid winds but below you is um, forest uh, it's this twisted harsh conifer wood um, into which uh, most of the vegetation that can grow on the mountain does and it's these lands where shepherds um, go to and fro uh, they're all in by this point because it's you could die cold out there the wall? about 10 feet and I'm so. on top of it right yes but you're not okay. it's pinnacle um, yeah. there's probably like almost three feet um, from the edge of the walkway. Okay. So you're sure about seven feet up in the air. Okay. And um, down below you, heavy snow breaks and drifts give way to exposed harsh stone and uneven pathways and twisted harsh conifers um, make up this smattered, spackled forest that branches down the side of the mountain 
enveloping roads and um, concealing different animals in the night, none of whom you could hear above this wind. You're just watching out over the darkness. And um, up above you, there is um, some pale silver light managing to peek through the heavy oppressive clouds from a very strong moon, and then another duller source of light somewhere near off of that as Tuilo and Tuila are in the sky, apart from each other, piercing the storm just barely. You do anything in particular, Jeff? Um... Is there any, like, lights on in town or anything? Like, is anyone... Yeah, 20, 30. No one's doing anything, but yeah. people are probably burning fires overnight, trying to keep warm, if they have the means to afford such a luxury. Okay, I've been doing this for, like, a while now. So, is there anything in particular that I'm, like, looking for on the other side of the wall? Like, like out into the forest? Like, do I need to be, like, you keeping watch for light or you anything that's like coming towards? That, um, well... Should anyone be so unfortunate yeah. to be caught out in this <laughs> darkness, you are absolutely watching for that. Yeah. Because there is the miserable job that one soldier must always be posted near the gate, near the opening mechanisms. Um, Am I near that? Uh, no, but okay. in shouting distance. Like, yeah. there is, um, there's a bell. There are bells at regular sections of the wall that you can ring, and that is a signal to open the gates. Um, no individual is ever so poor as to be caught out in that darkness, but yeah. were someone to do so, you could see them and call, and the gates could be open so that they could maybe have a chance of not dying of frostbite. Um, it's not terribly common, but um, the mountain range does have wolves, and so, um, you know, it's a thing you can watch for. But you spend a lot of wall- nights not seeing much. Every once in a while, a deer or a mountain goat might pass through, um, and you could take a shot at it with a bow if you wanted, but, you know, or just peacefully observe nature. That's also an option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very uncommon. It's a frigid, barren landscape. Okay. Anything that lives is deep within that wood yeah. to survive the cold and the wind. Can I see any different with, like, because I have dark vision? Make a per Okay. High DC. That's an eight. <laughs> nope. A lot of snow. The the dark trees at the edge of your vision sort of like mangle and twist. And um, in the day, they're so clear to see. But in the night, something about their uneven shape just makes this sort of like like twisted figures dancing in the darkness. It's just incomprehensible in its shade. Okay. How long am I supposed to be out here? Like, how long do I usually take the watch? Oh, three hours. It sucks. Yeah. This has to be the armpit of the empire. <laughs> the armpit of the empire. I want that on a shirt. Um, <laughs> Marnie, what is your passive perception? 12. You are there a long time. You wait. You watch. You walk a perimeter if you so choose. Plenty of people on the wall are acquainted with the fact that you just huddle down. it. Find something interesting to look at. Go back to doing laps. Occasionally, the other fires in the darkness of your soldiers or subordinates move a little bit too. But after a long time, there is a startling but familiar sound. Somewhere very off, far in the wood, um, is the sound of a goat. Because the mountain goats are indigenous to this region. Mm -hmm. um, just a number of them are domesticated. And there is just a... Just like... <laughs> unceremoniously. <laughs> just barely bleeding out of the wind. 
they do this every once in a while throughout the night, more in the day. But then uncommonly, there is a second, immediately after. Does it sound like it's in pain? Um, make a nature check. Very far, very distant. That is a natural one. Nat one. Um, Yikes. You've been here a year. You have begun to be... You can tell the difference between the goats and the deer now. You know yeah. that for sure. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay. So you're like, oh, I know which one that is. So and you wait. Twice. Okay. And then finally, after about another five minutes, one more. Is this one closer? No. Oh, okay. Very far. But immediately after, there's a different sound. Higher, shriller. Have I ever heard this sound before? Make a survival or history check. Your choice. I'll do a history because I'm proficient. History check. Oh my lanta! Not row today. Ah, okay. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a six. Chechen mountainside is not your native land. Hate this. <laughs> Do you continue to listen? Yeah, I, can, I keep listening because I'm like I'm intrigued now. I have stood up now. Nothing. And I'm kind of like not leaning over, but just kind of like. Ten minutes pass. Attentive. Fifteen. Twenty. Nothing. There are no more sounds. Is is anyone is uh are any of the soldiers in, in like calling out distance? Um, sure, sure. There. Uh, so it's been like fifteen minutes now, but I'll. So I'll, you know, I'll tell you what. After yeah. that much time, a soldier is slowly making. Okay, cool. Idle boredom. Okay. Who do you want it to be? Oh, uh, Carl. <laughs> Carl is shivering. Is so <laughs> overbundled, and he just. Across the ledge, and he gets close to you, and he just gets close, and he just does like a shivering salute onto the the breast of his armor, and he just goes. Uh, I mean, there's coat over yeah. coat over coat here, and all of all of your outer coats are white, frozen yeah. solid with snow over them, and he just goes. Good evening, Captain. Good evening. Um, did you are you okay tonight? Um, I mean, I. All things considering. Uh, he looks kind of confused that a uh, higher up is asking him how he's doing, but he just goes, <gasps> yes, th th thank you. It's okay. It's it's the middle of the night. You this can relax worst. a little bit. Relax? Oh. Why are you so bored? Did, did you happen to hear anything like 15 minutes ago? Oh, wind. Anything besides that? This sound of my hopes and dreams passing away. Okay, okay, soldier. <laughs> um, just, just keep patrol then. Okay, and he just sort of like... Keep moving, it'll keep the blood. It'll keep the uh, blood flowing. Uh, yes, ma'am, and he just... <laughs> past you and disappears down another part of the wall. Eventually, your time passes. Okay, I guess I can't. I can't do like another perception check or anything. You can do whatever you want. Okay, can I do another perception check to see if oh, I perception check. can tell anything else different below me or whatever? <laughs> I swear, <laughs> that is a that is an unnatural one. 
Oh no! I'm gonna get on a limb and say you need a different D20. Yeah, it was doing great earlier. It was like. Do you want to borrow my Halloween D20? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Your shift Nothing. ends. You return to the captain's quarters, and. Okay. Uh, Do I switch off with one of them or? No. Okay. It's so random intervals of the night. At some point, the officers choose to go out and then return. Gotcha. Gotcha. You're not trying to exhaust your officer. Yeah. Okay. Another day commences. And I'm not going to change the soundtrack because okay. the storm does not abate. Ooh. It's not an outright blizzard, but there is wind and obnoxious rain. And you all wake up the next morning to easily a foot and a half of snow. It gets pretty unpleasant, especially for those of shorter races. It's at like almost your waist height. Um, Great. Another day proceeds. Patrols, training exercises. Um, there are no officer battles that day, <laughs> but... Um, I command some of the soldiers, like, let's say, Ed and Eddie, to shovel all the snow outside of our quarters. There's a look of genuine pain, and they do so. <laughs> um, and uh, you can only imagine what's said, behind you, uh, said about you behind closed walls, but they do. They get to shoveling, aware that it will all probably be back by nightfall, but they are shoveling and shoveling. Um, patrols are had. Sisters take their goats out. Children play. Blacksmiths work, food is cooked. Any other particular activities transpired during that day? I want to, um, or go ahead. No, that's yeah, okay. Oh, I was just Kara said no. <laughs> I just, just want to walk past the children again, but this time I'm not going to go near them. I just want to get in like earshot and see Perception if I can, change. and see if I can uh, hear anything they're saying. She's cooking this dice hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halloween dice. Halloween dice. That's better. It's better, but not great. That's a nine. <laughs> okay. Better. We have a passive perception of twelve. Yeah. <laughs> and I've said sometimes when you make checks, yeah. the check should count. But this is very much feels like the sort of situation where your passive perception should apply. So we'll call it a twelve. Yay. <laughs> I, I mean, you know. It's still better. <laughs> you can make something out of it. Okay. Um. So, yeah, you hear them. Would you like to make an intelligence check to drive what any of them yep. are saying? That's not terrible. Uh, 13. Okay, yeah. Gain a basic grasp. Um, they are, again, uh, playing some imaginary game. Uh, you get anywhere near, and they go further away. But they're children, so they're not quiet. Yeah. And um, they are pretending to be different things. One of them is you realize the game is vaguely, loosely, kill the Kefkin. So somebody <laughs> has to be a Kefkin soldier, and the other two get to pretend to be the thing defeating them. Um, that's why there are sticks. Yeah. And um, every once in a while, one of them just plays a Chechen warrior. You get that basic. And... Could you make a history check yeah. to know what two words that you hear mean? Come on. <gasps> Ooh. That's, that's a 21. Ooh. <laughs> Let's go Halloween dice. You have to get a little involved in local lore at some point. You recognize two words. Um, Osget. O-S like K-G-E-T. And then... um. Mishil. M-I-S-H-I-L. Osget. 
is Chechen for ogre. And Mishil is Chechen for goblin. Um, and you've heard many fairy tales about all sorts of um, monsters among the mountains. One of which you've heard are bugbears, which is pretty openly racist that your compatriot is referred to as a monster. Um, and uh, you've also heard tale of yetis, whatever a yeti is, um, as well as great wolves. And you've heard of goblins. You've heard of ogres being in the mountains. And so they're, you get the, the point of this game is to two people get to try and be a monster or a warrior, and then they get to kill the Kefkin. And the children argue over who has to be a Kefkin that turn. Lovely. Love it. Cool. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Anybody else? Any other particular activities? Um, I would have, I think, gone with one of the patrol groups just okay. to, like, stretch my feet for maybe, like, an hour or two. On the wall? Outside the wall? Uh, there's always some, there's always groups on the wall, always some in the town, and all, and occasionally throughout the day, someone does, like, a group does a perimeter outside the wall. Uh, I'll do the wall. Outside? Or on? On. Okay. You walk the wall for a couple hours. Um, same site. There's a harsh beauty to the landscape. Simple. Uh, it's overwhelming and similar all the time, but it's gorgeous. Um, can I make any, like, check to see if anything has changed since the last time I've been on the wall? Absolutely. Um, survival or perception? Okay, cool. Ooh. 18. Woo! That was loud. Heck yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, um, there are some pretty well-worn paths now, um, grooves deep in the snow leading from the town's gates out into, um, different paths of the wood, and you realize, um, goat shepherds have taken a slightly different path today. Um, they tend to go sort of like off the main road, but, um, you are from Chech, and you would actually be from this town, or from another nearby, and you'd be aware that, um, the goats tend to feed off of like smaller coniferous berries or very low boughs of the trees nearby um and uh there's you're only going to be able to do so much of that <clears throat> excuse me off of the main path before some of the easy pickings get had so they must be taking them down different paths Got it. okay okay anything else no i'll probably just hang around at some point while you're on Go the back wall down. uh yeah. a soldier approaches you Zekt, the uh, tall, skinny human. He's the only person remotely near as tall as you. Um, definitely not as tall, but near. And uh, he sort of approaches you while you're on the wall at some point, and he greets you with the salute as you are his superior officer, so he greets you immediately. And then, um, sort of shivering still, but with heavier cloaks, he goes, um, Whew, um, uh, Captain? How are you? cold. Um, yeah. may, may I speak to you? Uh, sure. No, nothing important. I just wanted uh, per per permission to speak. Okay. Um, where did you learn to f uh, fight like that? I mean, I, I know that you are corporal, but I was impressive yesterday. Thank you. Well, my people have taught me well. 
So you kn know your people? More or less. Oh, you just you just mean the, the Chechens? Yeah. Gotcha. Ooh. Uh, have you beaten uh, Captain Lashla before? Um, have I? I don't think so. No. Never really come to okay. blows like that. Yeah. No, it's just just happened. You can see him kind of I just got mulling over. something over for a second. He really chews on an idea for a while. He's standing weirdly next to you for a long time. After about six minutes, he goes, Uh, did it, did it, um, feel good? To, to, to win it like did. that, to best you. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it really did. And then I'll just start walking away. Okay. He just nods and keeps looking over the wall. Uh, could you make a constitution uh, check for me? Yes, before I turn away, though, mm -hmm. I'll say, stay warm. Okay, he goes, <laughs> and then <laughs> goes back to watching. A constitution is a ten. Okay, that is a failure. Yeah. So, you endure a point of biting cold. Oh, what is that? Um, well, the first... Uh, tier of it is one point of exhaustion. Oh, okay. So you are one point exhausted. Yeah. Okay. Cold right. seeps in through I'll the armor. Be, it's awful. Yeah, I'll be heading home. I mean, okay. heading down. <laughs> I'm going home. home. <laughs> I'm um, out of here. Another day. Passes. Woo. <laughs> um, at some point you guys go to bed. There's discussion. And um, as you all are heading to bed... Anir pulls you aside, um, Ask, and says, um, Ask, have you heard of boulder parchment shears? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Well, and then she explains boulder parchment shears. Because <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and do that. Craig has already yes, done that on the podcast. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> and uh, she says, um, would you like to have a go of it for watch? Yeah. Excellent. Let's do it. Could you make a competing intelligence check against Lasha? Because we could oh, just play, no. but it's so much more fun to roll. Are they in our, like, Yeah, they're bunks? there with you. Can I say that, like, Marnie is, like, leaning? She's, yeah. like, leaning over her, like, kind of, like, <laughs> kicking her feet back and forth, just like... <laughs> I got an 18. I got a natural 20. Oh, come on. <clears throat> For a total of 23. What? For a total of 23. Oh, heck yeah. Marnie goes, I, my mommy is on, is on Lashla. <laughs> <laughs> After Lashla has won. <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, classic maneuver. You don't know how she got you with it. Boulder took shears. Um, and. <laughs> this is exactly what I was talking about earlier. Lashla just, <laughs> Lashla just, uh, says, um, I guess that makes us even. And she walks toward her bunk. <laughs> And uh, pulls out her journal, bundles under covers. Dead of night, you are sent out to the wall. Um, you pick up a torch, you pull out flint and steel, and you get it to light. It's awful. It's always like four or five minute process. But it's soaked in oil, so once there's a spark, it burns. You layer up in cloaks, you head out of the town, you go up the wall, and you are on the wall for a watch. Um, I'll probably 
stay out there for a little bit like you said we don't really but i'm gonna be feeling my point of exhaustion so i'm gonna try to head to bed okay. like pretty could you after i feel safe. make a perception check for me at some point because yeah. it's a watch Perception. Wells. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Well, it's not nothing. You don't have very clear vision because okay. it's a 12, but you do notice something. You notice okay. uh, movement at the edge of the tree line. Um, Does it? There is something with a sort of lumbering, undulating up-down at an awkward tempo through the snow, like making its way just to the edge of the tree line in the direction of the village. Like sort of uh, like can a I, mid-sized. Can I keep watching it for like maybe a minute? Maybe okay. like 30 seconds? It has a weird health. like off kind of limping tempo to its movement. Sort of like a, like one, two, three. One, two two three pattern to its steps and it's lacking a fourth rhythm to its step and it's slowly making its way in the direction of the town very dark shape are there other people around me all the other soldiers are pretty far away on the on the wall at the moment it's maybe a hundred feet out is there a way that you can signal to people that we've like learned throughout like our You could ring the bell like to have someone rush to open the gate. Um but uh Wait, what? You Sorry? could you could ring the bell to have someone rush to open the gate and have soldiers come to alarm rushing out of the But otherwise, um uh one of the methods is to lift the torch up and wave it back and forth rapidly. That's a gamble because on the one horn on the one hand, it is a signal everyone has learned. On the other hand, the empire could provide you with slightly nicer torches and it could go out. <laughs> that is one option. <laughs> That's, um, that's the official signal. I think I'm going to try to do that. Okay. Wave the torch. So you pick it up and you... <laughs> through the air. Could you roll on odds... Or, well, uh, odds or evens? Uh, evens. Six. Ooh. Doesn't go out. Um, and as you signal back and forth, someone on the very edge of the wall is definitely not looking at you. Um, but someone about 100 feet away, a soldier, comes rushing towards you. And, um, and I'm going to point in the direction. Yeah, the indiscernible and indispensable Ed runs up to you. So much different from his God twin brother. You, Ed. <laughs> you are my favorite. Uh, he sort of runs up and he goes, "What is it, Captain?" Uh, do you Sorry. can you see something out there? Sort of looks out. I thought I saw a movement. He's gonna make a perception Coming check. Coming towards the village. I don't see anything, Captain. I'm sorry. And I'm going to try to point him to it. So can I try to look again? Yeah, the human man in the blizzard at night um, (laughs) who rolled badly does not see anything. Wait, what? The human man in the blizzard at night with no dark vision who rolled badly does not see anything. Doesn't have dark vision. Got it. Um, Go get somebody who can see. Okay. Like your brother. He nods and turns around and runs off. (laughs) A couple moments later, he realizes brother brother also wouldn't be able to see the shape is getting closer and it is starting to just break the edge of the tree line and it's not quite within visible range to the wind but it's getting closer to the town um what are you doing captain okay can i look at it again since it's getting closer can i get a better look at it see make another perception check with a higher dc since you failed the first 
Yeah, but it's coming closer. Mm -hmm. Repeated checks are always increasing DC. 19. Okay, okay. All right. She, she, and she gave me like a, yeah, shut up, DM boy. <laughs> um, it's movement threw you off. It's a mountain goat. Oh. Um, and it is limping very heavily. As your oh. eyes pierce forward and you lift the torch further forward, straining your dark vision, there's a dark trail of crimson through the snow behind it. Something has wounded it. It is injured and it is just... like sort of limping and there's this really feeble and it's not getting its call out quite right just it's just sort of like limping through the snow making its way it's toward a, the gate I guess it's just a goat why would there be a goat over here a hurt goat does it Make, I think it only has three legs. Make a general intelligence check for me. No, one leg is... Actually, you got a 19. You can see very clearly. One of the legs is entirely disabled. Oh. Um, and it's dragging sort of limply behind. And you can see something is hanging out of that leg. It has had very grievous injury at some point. I think maybe one of you guys needs to go put it down. Well, you sent the only soldier away, so you are alone on the wall right now. <laughs> Um, oh, I thought they came back. Yeah, I thought they were standing no. there with her. He, he has to go run, like, halfway back across the town oh. to get his brother oh. to make a check for the dark. His brother, who won't oh, be able to see that. Oh, come back. Him. Okay, never Oh, no, you sent him, like, on an errand. <laughs> Got it. He has to go run a thousand feet. Um, um, I'll just keep an eye on it. It's just a goat. Okay. Could you make another like, perception bad, check for me? Huh? Could you make another perception check for me? Yes. A little lower DC for... The sake of pattern. Uh, well, it's a six, so. Okay. <laughs> Hate to brag. Um, <laughs> you're very focused on the goat. All right. And eventually, it gets all the way up to the gates, and it just sort of beats its head against it once or twice. It's trying to get in the gates. Yeah. How would it know? And it just goes like, to get in the gates. Well, could you make a general intelligence check for me? Yeah. Pretty low DC, but you can <laughs> fail it. A six. Did you get a six? <laughs> Wrong with this goat. Yep. Why is it trying to get in the gates? But it's just beating its head against the gate. Um, it very feebly. It almost can't be heard. I I am too exhausted, and I'm just going to turn away. Okay. After a little bit, it gets kind of quiet and still. Um, do you walk back? Do you leave? Yeah. Okay. So you turn around. You leave the wall. Um... That really okay. So you walk down the <laughs> wall. You return back down the steps. Do you return to the barracks? Yeah. Okay. I'm exhausted. You get half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get halfway toward them, and two individuals come running up to you. It's Ed and Ed. <laughs> and first, Ed is just panting. <sighs> Captain, my brother. And the second one, Captain, I'm here <laughs> with their identical voices, <laughs> their curly hair, all bundled up in their hats. Long enough. What do you need? Captain. I, I don't go check out the goat at the gate. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it has three. The legs. first brother looks at the other one. The other one just like gives him a face like it's the captain. <laughs> and they go running by you. You trudge slowly toward the barracks. Um, the barracks are a pretty sh straight shot toward the gate. So it's about like a minute later, just as you're getting inside the gates, that you hear the sound of. <laughs> As the gates open up slowly on a chain wheel mechanism, 
And um, would I hear this being asleep? Like, can no. I say it woke me up? Of, absolutely not. Um, not over a blizzard inside of a building with a well, passive perception how, of 12. How, how gnarly these gates are. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Very good no. point. Allow me to clarify. Definitely not. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, just as you're entering in, um, just as you're about to go in the barracks, you hear some muttered low speech. Uh, and then you hear one of them shout, I don't know. And there's some, like, lower conversation after that. I'll turn around. Okay. What's happening? You look back. There is a dead goat at the gates. And they were halfway through dragging it in. And Ed has put a hand on a sword. And the other Ed is, like, holding a torch with a hand over his eyes peering out. And the third soldier who's with the gates who is mining it is also looking out. And they're staring at something at the edge of the wood. I'll go walk back over there. Okay. <laughs> you... <laughs> Through the snow, kind of exhausted and tired, yeah. <laughs> you go out and you stare out into the darkness, and um, could you make another perception check for me as you arrive up? As you like, kind of get up behind them, almost to like the point where you could speak to them. Yeah. Oh my lord! Oh, A seven. Oh, no. Okay, you look out into the darkness. You're tired of this crap. You're physically exhausted. The cold, you can feel it in your bones, and you're just like. What, you know, you walk up, and all three of them yeah. are quietly standing there with their hands over their eyes, and when they see you approach, three. one of them jumps, yeah, two, two brothers, yes. one at the gate. Oh, okay. Um, gate. One of them jumps slightly and says, oh, Captain, sorry. What's that? What and it? they all point out, I... and there is another shape at the edge of the wood. Taller than the goat. Very hard to make out from the trees. Vaguely humanoid. Like, walking upright. Moving very kind of slowly and awkwardly toward the edge of the tree line. Why do we have the gates open? I don't see anything. Okay. Uh, well, no, no. You, you can make out that shape. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, oh, yes, ma'am. I love this annoyed captain vibe going on. It is everything. Stupid <laughs> 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 idiots. <laughs> I, I still think we need to close the gates. Okay. They look at you with confusion you and they nod. And they drag the dead goat in, and then they, um... And I'm gonna keep looking at it while Well, you're gonna have to climb up it. on the wall. Oh, okay. So, the gates close and close and close, and just beneath the ceiling image, whatever it is gets kind of, like, right to the edge of the tree line and keeps trudging awkwardly forward, but... Vaguely human height, but... Definitely walking bipedally, lumbering strangely, and then the gates... I'm gonna close over the I'm going to go, I'm going to walk pretty swiftly, Okay. like, to the barracks. Okay, you move quickly to the barracks. The barracks. Two soldiers don't know what to do with a dead goat. The other keeps attending <laughs> the gate. And one of them kind of goes and walks up over the wall, since something is at the edge of the tree line, and no one's doing anything about it, but they're just watching, waiting orders. So you run to the uh, barracks. When I, when I get in there, I'm just going to, like, as I open the door, I'll just, like, yell out, Anir? Marnie? Okay. Um, I don't know what's happening. Okay. Um, there's a... What? There was a, there was a dead goat, and now there's somebody walking towards the gate. What? And Lashla sits up out of bed and just starts throwing, like, switching armor and clothes wrap. Yeah, Marnie jumps off of the bunk and is putting everything You are aware that it's going to be, like, five minutes while they get their armor on. and um, But Anir, and go Anir and just out. shouts and says, Wake up the other soldiers! Yeah. Uh, I'm what gonna do? go do that. 
And also, um, would I have been able to get the alarm whistle? In there is the a bell. Bag? Okay, I'm gonna start ringing that. Okay, so you run out to the middle of the barracks and you da ding da ding da ding da ding, piercing out loudly into the night. Um, yeah. Within moments, lights are on in the soldier barracks and people are gonna be waking up, putting on armor. But it takes a moment because don donning yeah. armor is not quick. But lights start lighting up all around the town. Um, that bell has never been rung as long as you all have been here. Um, Oops. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you would know it well enough, um, because there's never been a need to ring it. Um, okay. but, uh, eventually, like, doors start tepidly opening to buildings around, and civilians are just, like, citizens are poking their heads out, sort of looking at you trepidatiously, and eventually soldiers begin assimilating, but you're gonna be waiting, you can hear the sound of them putting on armor, but you're gonna be waiting for minutes. Do you do anything in the meantime? Um, I'm gonna... Are they are they all still doing that or yes, are they all shuffling it's, it's, out slowly? It's gonna take every no. Everyone's moving quickly, but it takes time to don armor, to ready gear. Okay, well I'll start walking back over. Or I'll start okay. like walking slip. You you move your way swiftly the to the gate. You do you make your way yeah. back up on the wall? Yeah. Okay, you look over the edge. Perception check. <laughs> grunt. Nine. Well, I would you like some here. good news? The thing is 30 feet away from the gate. So at some point, it's a DC of five. Um, it is a woman. She is in heavy shepherd's clothes. You have no idea what in the wild winter someone, I just thought of a bunch of more inappropriate things to say. You have no idea why in the wild winter someone would be out. No one, no citizen is ever out this cold at night. Um, but she is following the path of the goat, just following directly in the footsteps of, of its blood. Um, she has uh, heavy coats on, but this edge of one of her coats is like pushed to the side. And um, she is a woman with dark hair, broad features, middle-aged. You remember her. She was walking out of town earlier that day and the day before. She's one of the two sisters who shepherds the goats outward. She's, she's one of the town's like sister shepherds. Um, and as she's walking forward, the nine, you peer your eyes. You can't make exactly what it is, but something is sticking out of her chest from behind. And you can notice now there is a very dark coloration all across one side of her face smearing down over her neck. And she is just awkwardly limping forward. She stumbles into the snow. She pulls herself back up. And she is slowly, like almost on all fours, crawling toward the gate. Another soldier has just gotten up with you and turns to you and goes... Do we let her in, Captain? That should have killed her. Her wounds, she should not be alive. Captain? What are your orders? Yeah. Uh, do I... Can I do a history check? Have I heard of this phenomenon going on here? Absolutely. Or nothing? <laughs> yeah, what? roll a history check. Roll a history check. Okay. Six. Okay. Six. Nope. <laughs> yep. What are, your, what are your orders, Captain? Three soldiers are looking uh, at you. She stumbles closer to the gates. 20 feet away now. S somebody shout to her. Okay. <laughs> Tell someone else to shout to her, and one of them goes, uh, Oi! And, like, now people from, like, all around the town are starting to, like, peek their heads out of doors, looking at whatever's going on at the gates. Am I out by now? Um, and we'll say at about this time, like, the other the other officers are starting to rush toward, and the other soldiers are starting to gather. You're on your way. I'm going to say, as I'm on my way, if I see any, like, uh, townspeople like poking their heads out the door. I'm like, hey, get get back in your get back in your home. Stay there. Okay, everyone, 
everyone like nods and starts <laughs> shutting doors. Some, some keep watching because yeah. people, but everyone keeps running out. Um, uh, the woman sort of like looks up and 10 feet away now, even with the torchlight, you can see her face. Um, pale and cold. Yeah, it's blood streaked all the way across her face. And now that you can see, part of her cheek is cut open. Um, and that's where the blood is pouring out, but it's frozen over the side of her neck. And there is an arrow sticking out of her like left pectoral. And she has a vacant, like just terrified, absent look on her face. And she just looks up at you. And she just like kind of raises an arm and points hollowly at the gate, like kind of confused and shocked and it falls at her side. She's just desperately trying to stand upright, wavering a little bit. And her mouth is muttering something, but you can't, you don't, you're not familiar with any Chechen. You don't know what it is she's trying to get out, but no, no noise is coming out of her mouth. She's just sort of like limply moving her lips back and forth. Am I at the gate now? Almost. There'll be a few can more moments. Have, can you Oscar. see through the gate, by the way? Like, is it barred? Oh, no. or? oh it's no. all contiguous. Okay, so you have to go up. Yeah, to you be have able to go. See. Okay. Oscar. Wait, would I? You have a I moment of decision. No. Chechen? no. Wouldn't I know Chechen? Oh, uh, yeah, she's wait, here. that's duh. You <laughs> speak Chechen. Duh. <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> dumb moment on DMs. Yes, um, she makes out uh, two words you can see being uh-huh. mouthed out on her lips. Um, Osket and Michiel. She is muttering uh-huh. Osket and Michiel, which she's just saying again and again. She's mouthing Ogre, Ogre Goblin. Ogre, ogre goblin? Goblin. She's just, she's <laughs> mouthing again and again, ogre goblin. What are you doing, Oscar? Kefkin. Where are the Kefkins? Um. Okay, it's about this time that you <laughs> and Anir sort of run up the steps and get over the wall. And she's just sitting there bleeding, or well, not bleeding, her blood congealed, but she's wavering in the snow and other soldiers are starting to run and gather on the wall. Like a whole force is gathering near the gates, most of you. Who is, uh, what soldiers are by me? Is like Carl yes. or Ron yes. or someone? Yes, all of them, yes. I look at Ron and I say, cause I see the lady now, right? Yeah, everyone can see um, I look at Ron and I say, go get your sister right now. Okay. Ron nods and <laughs> runs down. Can I tell if the arrow is a, is a Kefkin arrow? Make an intelligence check. I'm going to say an advantage. Wow, that's a good roll. Okay, that was a four. So, uh, intelligence, you say? So that's a seven. No, that's a 19. Definitely not, Kevin. Much more crude in make. Okay. Uh, Anir sort of, like, looks at both of you, or looks to you, Ask, and says, what's happening here? She just came out of the forest, and I can kill her, but I don't think I should, but maybe I should. She shouldn't be alive. I don't I don't know why she is still walking. I, it's I, at this time that she just sort of, like, crumples down to a knee, and... He was just shouting out, Ogre Goblin. She just Does falls anybody know what that means? Face down in the snow. Everyone sort of, like, shrugs their shoulders and looks at each other, confused. I'm going to look back out into the forest. Yeah. Could you make a perception check? Ah, 14. Can I also, or are we just going to roll with hers? Don't see anything. Well, 
maybe that was the last one, but why? There's a goat. Well, why is there a goat? The goat wouldn't have. The goat would not have and shot the, the the woman. What? The goat would not have shot the woman. So mid conversation, mid conversation. Was there was there an mid conversation? <laughs> as you all are talking, um, Osk like sorts darts your eyes to the tree line, doesn't see anything. Lashla darts her eyes toward the, like everyone's kind of like looking out, yeah. peering, no one sees anything. And there are two sounds. The first is as something goes flying past you all. The second is as a bolt from somewhere among the tree line goes flying forward and sinks itself directly into Ed, who is sitting at the top of the wall. Not Ed! I'm gonna roll for damage real quick. <laughs> Poor baby Ed! This okay. will not be okay. Ed is, is standing, our favorite Ed? Ed is standing there, and a bolt <laughs> nah. just a bolt just sticks through one side of the temple, no. and he just he's just standing still, and then tumbles tumbles over the side of the wall and into the snow outside of the wall. Outside of the wall. And at that point, all of the Kefkins, like Anir draws her blade, All everyone drops down, lifts up shields, yeah. and ducks down at the side of the wall. And you all hear from somewhere out in the darkness. Is that the same sound I heard? You recognize that from the other evening. Okay, I, I relay that. I say, ask. Oh, I, I heard this sound last night. Anir just turns to you and says, you simpering idiot, we are under attack. And she, she just... There was nothing happening. I just heard it in the distance. She just shouts over you and she says, um, she says, uh, uh, you four to the south or to the north wall, guard a perimeter, shields up, look for every edge. You two, like north and west ends, like just start spreading troops out. And she says, the rest of you prepare, uh, like uh, mount up on the wall, prepare to ascend the gate. And uh, like soldiers just start forming. And she just turns to the two of, two of you all. And she says, you're, uh, sorry. <laughs> she says, um, <laughs> Your officers today are your nothing. And she just like treads, she runs down the stairs and starts forming um, three remaining soldiers who are not, because you guys have that many, that's the total you have. Three who are not commanded to go guard other areas and watch for other points of ingress and like ring bells at other points of the, of the town. Three pull out blades and lashes in front of them and they're standing in front of the gate, which is ready to be opened. So are me I'm gonna run down there. Okay. Ask goes and runs. I, you're doing okay, whatever so you're she, doing. Okay, so she didn't tell us where to go. Um, I mean, you're equal. But yeah, I run down there too. Okay, at the gate. it's right at this time as you all are standing in front of the heavy dark wood door, moonlight pouring over the edge, silhouetting some unknown beyond and dark in front of you that, that Swanson comes running back and goes, I can't find her anywhere. Can't find who? The, uh, her sister. The, the sister. And then Anir just turns and hisses at him and goes, Draw your sword and go to the north. And he just nods, startled, and shoot, and runs northward. And uh, she just nods at the individual at the gate, and there's a... And it begins pushing hard out against the snow as the gates are slowly opening in, in like vision of white pale snow and dark forest beyond is opening with dark cloud cover and pale moonlight streaming through. She just turns to you all and she says, any smart ideas? What was that? Sorry. Any smart ideas? Don't get hit. She just shakes her head and goes, didn't think so. 
And I'm going to start walking. trudging forward. Um, three of you all move forward out of the gate. And let's get a different visual for the sake of perspective, shall we? <laughs> and you all can uh, entertain listeners as I set this up real quick. <laughs> that is one way to entertain listeners. <laughs> it's just a series of noises and sounds. That's what they call me. The entertainer. <laughs> a high performance D&D player. Something about the way you said high performance just made me think like car or something. <laughs> it's got dual engines and uh, it's pretty sick. It's like a million horsepower. Did you just say dual engines? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sounded good to me. So this, this line right here in the table is going to function as our, this is the edge of the city. Yeah, this, is, this is the gate. The edge that we're at. Yes. Cool. Today, the Kefkin tiles are yours. I don't like it. <laughs> Those are your three soldiers. Okay. What color would each of you like to be? Jack, if you could help set that up, I'm going to get on music. Okay. Oh, I love this music. Okay, so just pushing out of the front of the gate, you have soldiers here and here, making a Kefkin flank pattern. Can you see that clearly, Kara? Uh, yes. So you all are here. I would like everyone to roll me initiative. Ah! I'm scared. 16. Oh, that's not good. 8. Okay, hold on. Jackie. And then if you guys could go ahead and roll for your soldiers. Oh, little baby soldiers? Uh, uh, do we just roll... Do we roll for each one? No, just uh, for them all together. Do you want to roll or me roll, Kara? Uh, you can roll. Okay. Let's see here. Cross your finger. Wait, I want to roll with the Kefkin dice. Yeah, there you go. Because I never good get plan. to do that. Yeah, good plan. Okay, what's their dex? Um, it is. Plus one. So they are 11. Next, last we need Lashla. Maya, with all my heart, I love you, and this is not the time. That is going to. Wow, holy crap. Okay, Lashla's coming in hot with a 22. Ooh! Um, um, so Lashla is first. She is going to make a perception check. Not high enough. She sees nothing in the darkness, so she just lifts up her shield, puts her blade down, and she is going to walk 5, 10, 15 feet forward. Oh, she brave. <laughs> okay. Next in initiative are the goblins. Oh, the the ogre goblins. <laughs> I was like, who's goblins? And then I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to roll some damage real quick. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. That's terrible. <laughs> okay. Next point of damage. Ooh, that's bad. I think we're about to lose some soldiers, Osk. I think we might lose ourselves. <laughs> um, white was Osk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Osk, I'm going to narrate all this in a second, but you're going to take seven points of piercing damage. Oh, okay. Excuse me, six. Oh, okay. Six is the magic number tonight. <laughs> also, to be clear, everyone's had a long rest and has full hit points, just so we're... Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And then you are going to take... Oh, eight. 
Of course. <laughs> oh, of course. Okay, so Lashla just sort of trudges forward in the snow with her uh, sword held up past her shield, and um, there's just a series of from the tree line, and an arrow sinks into Ed, the other brother of Dead Ed. One into Eddie. Ed. Okay. Ed, um, Ed is the one that died. Yes. Yeah, but we had two. And Ed is alive. <laughs> um, one goes flying pl- past Zekt and does oh, yeah. not hit um, Edward. Wait, I thought Ron Swanson was here. Ron Swanson. <laughs> uh, Osk, from the edge of the tree line, an arrow stabs into your shoulder on your left arm, grazing over your clavicle, and it like it goes cleanly through. Um, like sort of at the edge at the top of your shoulder, but it cuts you deeply and you feel a white hot pain that cuts through the cold. Lashla takes an arrow cuts like somewhere on her face and she winces away. A sort of harsh white cut across her left cheek. And then um, you, one sinks into your right shoulder. Mm. Deets. What is it? Marnie. Marnie. It's so weird. Marnie. <laughs> Why is that weird? Bolt stuck, sticks into your right shoulder and gets stuck there white searing pain from a jagged poorly made arrowhead just call her deets yeah i need to call her deets and deets. um like lydia deets from beetlejuice guys Come on. Ah. three goblins so now they're coming out to play rushing out so out from the snow heavily clothed like in in uh like awful tattered smocks and you realize clothing that some of it looks very poorly made and some of it looks chechen Definitely pulled off of dead people. Um, with jagged, like, worn swords or, like, broken, like, reforged farming, imp- like, like blacksmithing implements that have been broken. So, like, either weapons they've stolen from some people or their tools that they've taken and broken to make sharp weapons come, like, with teeth bearing, come bolting out of the edge of the tree line. Up after the goblins is Osk. What you doing? Uh, I'm going to... Uh, dash up to. Oh heck yeah! To uh nope 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 the white one. <laughs> yep, all, and it's it'll be fifty movement, so I'll have ten. Uh wait, I'll get nope move one back because I have ten reach, and gotcha. then I'm going to use my uh action surge and attack. <laughs> Mark up your action surge and roll the hit, my guy. Um. Does a 24 hit? A 20, you know, ask a 24 might hit. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm using my great axe, FYI. Yeah, you are. I forgot to say that. So the first one, the the first one is 14 points of okay. splashing. I'll cut you off there. Um, which I'll cut you off there. What? Oh. How would you like to do this? <laughs> um, I'm gonna. They're goblins. Sorry, Hydra. <laughs> I don't um, like that we're hurting. I'm oh, gonna okay. run really fast, and then I'm just gonna wait. I have an axe. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna go from under to like up. Oh, and like yeah. slice off his head. <laughs> <laughs> also, real quick, I finally get to describe yeah. these weapons in more details. Oh, yeah. So, Asuka has a Kefkin great axe. Kefkins are fans of simple geometries, represented elegantly and precisely. Her great axe is a cylinder of that deep blue iron with like a couple concentric circles running down the hilt in pattern. Um, but the top is just two concentric circles and the top, bl- the blade of the axe is just one giant iron disc 
that connects through, there is no separation of blade to metal. It is a perfect iron disc mm. bisected by the blade in the middle and has two concentric circles on either side with a perfectly sharp edge. Like the world's worst pizza cutter. That's heckin' cool. And um, Osk, as you, as you like pull it out, you just upward, and the goblin, who looked very fierce when coming out, is all of like three and a half feet tall, and is all six foot seven of you as a giant comes barreling forward. It like sort of turns on its heel for a moment, looks frightened, pulls out its blade, and it's over. You just with a far out trained precision, it's a clean cut. It's like cutting a weed with a stick. The head just lobs cleanly off, goes four feet backwards, spiling a little bit with a spray of blood, and the, the body just falls over. And with the nervous system so suddenly severed, there's like two more leg kicks, and then the body goes still. And that gaba is gone. Sick. Um, I assume that's so your turn. Then, uh, I'm going to use the rest of my movement. Um, that was only 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 35, 40. So I'm going to move the 5, 10, 15, 20. If I move 20, would I still be able to hit since that's 10 away technically? You or absolutely no? could if you had 60 feet of total movement. You do I have do. 60 feet of total movement. I have remembered how that I, works. I use dash, so yes. Yes, you could hit again. Wow. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to use my extra attack. Can I do that or no? Does that make sense? Since it's another person, I don't think so, actually. I'm going to say no. I don't remember, okay. but I'm going to say no. Um, then I'm going to move back one more spot just to put a little distance. So I'm, yep, yep, yep. And that'll okay. be my spot. That's Ox's freaking sick turn. Next up in the initiative are the ogres. What? So. <laughs> they have an alliance? I'm so confused by this. <laughs> Apparently. We're getting really classic 5e right here. Coming crashing out of the tree line. Thick. Just lumbering outward. One of them pushes a tree over. 12, 13 feet tall. Large, bulbous creatures, a mix of, of tightly pulled fat and muscle, wide, broad faces with drooping jowls, heavy tusks protruding outward, pupilless eyes pulled backward over thin, waning drows, other, uh, brows otherwise bald with pointed ears, covered in scars and scratches, with tattered furs and pelts pulled onto them, some of them so poorly made that ligament and tissue from whatever they skinned it from is still pulled over it. They have odd, horrible, like just tree trunk um, clubs in their hands or very crudely made, just pieces of stone jabbed into wood to make giant hammers and axes. They come they come lumbering out, one of them <gasps> like sort of re roars deafeningly. It's 12 a.m. and I can't make my loud noises right now, but they sound really cool. Um, and two more stumble outward. And then from among them, one more. Let's use a slightly different color here just for the sake of representing specialness. Um, like 12 feet tall. Um, this is a smaller tile, but bigger than the rest, 13 or 14 feet tall. One of them with sort of like a deep scar that completely cuts off the bottom of the jaw right here, exposing teeth, blinding an eye with some sort of like a symbol carved into its head with a blade, and something resembling like a hide cape flowing off its back with like one properly made giant club in its hand comes lumbering out of the middle. And all four of those emerge. Yikes. And they're all near So Osk. one of them is going to descend upon Osk. Okay. Another's going to come... It's going to have that much movement. It's going to come charging forward. Another is going to go running by you, Osk. 
Okay. And it's going to get in combat range with Lashla. Lashla, no. And then another's going to go running by the goblin, just sort of toward the line. Um, you can take an attack of opportunity on this one if you like, because it ran by your range. Okay, I'll Wait do up. that. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that was cocked. Oh, even better. Uh, that's not gonna hit. I can tell you that much. It was a 12. Okay, it doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, as it, like, runs by, you, like, take a desperate swing with the axe, but another ogre, like, runs up to you, and you turn around, like, it's a half-hearted swing. You have to turn around and regroup your focus and body language to deal with the incoming threat. This ogre is going to take two attacks at Lashla. I've rolled a four. I am always Zach. <laughs> I just missed twice. <laughs> so wow. the huge, um, yes. Sorry, no, keep going. The huge club just raises over its head. Massive muscular arms push out against whatever the the hide armor is, and it just it it makes like a sort of L shape. It slams a club straight down in the snow, scattering it over in a pluff, in a puff, and then it drags it across the ground sideways. Lashla steps aside of the first one and just jumps straight up in the air so that the club under like a boss and then she lands just down in front of it she pulls out her sword she looks up at the towering creature twice her height and she just says you chose a good day to die (laughs) and she just whips her sword around in her hand uh and that's gonna be the ogre chieftain's turn um these two are too far away to do anything but this one's gonna take an attack against osk uh, as a reaction, can I go ahead and do my iron hide? Or you does absolutely can. No, you absolutely can. Okay, cool. How many how many uh, temporary hit point or temporary AC points are you using? I'm gonna use two to bump it up to 19, so 21 with Ooh. my <laughs> shield, which leaves me five AC points left. Well, the 11 that it rolled is definitely gonna miss. <laughs> <laughs> how do you want to avoid or block it, Osk? Um, I think, uh, oh, I don't know. You explain, actually. Okay. This creature is immensely larger than you. This horrible abomination of a humanoid. But there's no way around the fact that you're still 290 pounds of muscle. Quicker. Smarter. As the club comes crashing down over you. You can't fully take the blow, but you lift your great axe at your great axe up broadly and then put your uh, shield below it, making this double reinforced um, barrier. You take a side step so that as the club comes down, it sort of glances off and bounces off of you. And with an incredible strength, you manage to absorb some of the force of the blow. Your forearms aching. You're going to have you're going to have like radius and ulna splints tomorrow for sure. But the the uh, uh, club just into the snow next to you harmlessly. And the ogre just gets in your face, drool, dripping down from his jowls, and just goes, And uh, you've no idea what it said. Well, I speak goblin. Does that help? It does not. It's giant. Dang it. Anyway. So, those are the ogre's turn. Um, Next in combat, we go to the other Kefkin soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) Um... They're terrified, but they're trained, so. Good job, 5, boys. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You can do it. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And Eddie is going to run to the aid of Lashla. So he's going to go join up next to her. Um, 
uh, Swanson is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, <laughs> 25, 30, and what has to be a suicide run. And um, Zekt is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Just sort of all flanking on the uh, Ogre Chieftain. And um, these two... I'm all by myself now. <laughs> so, oh wait, that's not a Kefkin dice. I'm manning the gates. Nat 20. Odor. Nat 20 for a Kefkin. <laughs> oh my god. At first Heck I was like, yeah, dang dude. it, because it was Kefkin. And then I was like, wait, that's us. <laughs> yeah. What's my to hit? Plus three. 13. That hits. Y'all, four hits. Wow. With a nat 22. Yeah, so the first one's a crit. Um, so. That's a one. Um, well, I can roll again. That's a two. That's four. That's bad. Um, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. At least you hit him. That is true. That did nothing. Second one's gonna roll for damage. Ooh, that's better. And then again. Okay, sorry, I know there's a pause there. So, um, Ed, having seen his brother just die, sort of like runs forward in the snow, and as he's running, um, he pulls, he like uh, puts a hand around the hilt of one of his uh, throwing axes, picks it up, and like as it, like like tosses it in the air, grabs it by the bottom, and running full speed with a shield in, in hand, pulls it up over his shoulder and just gives a, th a straight armed <laughs> release and throw, and it <laughs> in the air and it just <laughs> stabs into the pectorals of one of the ogres that just goes <laughs> and rowls and growls in pain, and he just pulls out his sword and he screams for my brother, and then um, uh, este fellow aquí. Um, who ran up, is going to pull out a sword and is going to jab it into the calf of the ogre who's just going to turn around and growl, flexing the calf hard enough that it just pushes the tip of the sword back out. A little cuts on it, but he doesn't look too bothered. Um, then these two guys are going to run up. One of them is going to throw a javelin, which is going to stick in the thigh of this ogre up ahead. And um, that was uh, Zekt, who looks... He's, he's trembling. He's probably literally peed in his armor. Um, and then Swanson... Who's very aware of what might be happening. Oh, he threw that at a goblin. Oh. Another goblin's yeah. dead. Um, yeah. He pulls out an axe, hucks it forward, and just domes this goblin in the head. And the goblin is I just like instantly gobble. dead. Just It, it just through the air, and it splits its face down the middle. And blood spews out the other side of the nose, and it just falls forward on its face dead. Um, It's finally your turn. <laughs> Marnie. Marnie the Kefkin <laughs> Corporal. Marnie is a cool name. You guys just don't get it. I like it. I like it. What are you doing, Marnie? Um, okay, sorry. My mic stands like in my way. What you there. doing, Marnie? You can't move diagonal. Right there. <laughs> you can. How how many how much does you, you have room? That? You have room. Okay. That's like uh 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay, so I moved 25 feet, and now... Is that a goblin or an ogre in front of That's me? That's an ogre. Okay, so at the ogre, I take out my longbow. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. And um, I guess I rolled a hit, don't I? Is that what I do? <laughs> That's an 18? That's definitely going to hit. Sick. So That's now, a total of like 24. Yeah. So now I roll damage. 
Oh, okay, that's like gonna be a five. Okay, so you pull up. Five. Wait, five? Yeah, I have a plus two. Attack Isn't off. your strength? That's that's your to hit. So both of those things are wrong, and that's okay. <laughs> your to hit is your proficiency plus your strength, so that should be a plus six. Oh, it should. Mm -hmm. And you add your strength onto the damage. So that you just rolled three plus four. That's seven points of damage. Oh, sick! I've got your back, dog. Yes. Hi, I'm Jackie, and I've never ever used any weapon in D and D. A weapon? Yeah. So it's it's confusing. <laughs> I have only you cast can describe spells. it if you like, Marnie, or I can narrate. Uh, no, you narrate. You you get that. <laughs> you, uh, you run forward on your stocky legs in the snow. You pull a huge arrow out of the quiver. You knock it on the bow. You pull back its high tensile, and then you, and it's it's that deep as it flies forward, and the arrow goes flying forward, and it just disappears into the ogre's gut. The back of it just sticking out, and the ogre just goes, and it turns around, like sort of squeezes the uh, club in its hand, and just goes, pointing at you. Is that your turn? Yeah, I guess that's my turn. You have a second attack. Oh, I do? Yeah. Yes. Multi-attack. Would you like oh, to roll right. that again? Yeah, I would. So you're going to roll a d20 first. Sorry. It's okay. You've I never done melee so combat. Lame. You're still spellcasting, I understand. <gasps> That's a 24 again. It's a 24. Okay. Okay, roll for damage again. Heck yeah. You just rolled a 7. <laughs> That's, wow. That's, so that That's 11. It's 11 points of damage. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Maybe doing damage. What's that like? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so right after, right as it goes, Moses. And as it, as it's saying whatever it's saying, you took no nonsense. You readied another <laughs> arrow, released it, and it just like right in the arm it's holding up, it stabs through the front of its bicep and pushes out the middle of its arm and it goes, and screams outward in pain. Cool. So yeah, yeah, it's your turn. Unless you turn. want to use any other movement. Um, no, I'm gonna chill there. Okay, um, so now we go back to the top of initiative. I'm in my own little corner. Lashla. She myself. is going to roll to hit. Nat one. Okay. <laughs> so one of those definitely misses, but the other comes. The other definitely hits. So um, in the chaos of the the ogre chief and stamping around, just battering back and forth in the snow. Um, you realize as it moves back and forth, there are human body parts hanging from its belt. Some of its yep. utilities are made out of like human femurs, and um, it's awful. Um, but as it stamps back and forth through the snow, Lasha like sort of takes a wild swing of the blade and misses, and she just steadies herself, pulls her blade forward, and stabs it forward in an attack, um, connecting directly into its thigh, and she just splits part of its quad with the blade as blood spills forward. And she's going to do almost no damage. <laughs> Dang it, Zach. Um, so that is going to be... Oh, she cuts him. He bleeds. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so next initiative, we go to... Me. Yes. Okay, I'm going to do two attacks. Two attacks. Oh, wait. No, no. Um, it's goblins first. Sorry. What? Yeah, goblins have an 18. Where? Oh, sorry. Who, what's oh, the other sorry. goblin? There the is two. one goblin. Oh, that one's a goblin. Oh, uh, one? Which is going to fire another arrow. There's and there's two. also three still in the tree line. Okay. We're also going to fire. There's a goblin in between two ogres right now. Cool, cool. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, because there were four ogres. No, all the goblins are dead. It's just the three in the tree line. 
Oh, okay. Wait, I thought one I thought one came up to Lashla. There is there's one there is one goblin. That's a Kefkin. Nope, but what about the one next to it? That's an ogre chieftain. Oh, and so that has a different? Yes. It's but wasn't there big ogre. We haven't killed one, so there was I can put another ogres. goblin on the field if you'd like me to. No, I just was trying to make sure that you weren't shorting your goblins. There are three dead goblins. Um, but I can add another one if you like. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, wild arrows go flying, <laughs> missing into the darkness. But another one is going to hit Ed. No, didn't he already get hit some? Yeah. Ed's not doing so hot. No. Ed is down to six hit points. As another arrow, he screams the comment about his brother, and another arrow comes flying out of the darkness and <laughs> punctures somewhere into his abdomen. And he just sort of... <laughs> sprays like coughs of blood up his mouth that freezes on his chin and he just shakes and under his breath he just whispers I'll see you soon and um that's the goblin's turn so now it's you ask okay I'm gonna attack twice (laughs) fighters um that's a hard number 22 to hit that's definitely gonna hit and whoo and uh 26 jeez Kara yeah that's gonna hit <laughs> you psychopath okay um that's oh, that was... okay uh that's 20 points of damage and then I'm using my slasher feet which <gasps> says once you've hit Hold on, let me read. Um, uh, once per turn, when you hit a creature with an attack that deals slashing damage, you can reduce the speed of the target by 10 feet until his next turn. Describe these slashes for me, Ask. Um, I'm just going to be really annoyed, and I'm just going to be like <laughs> a big figure eight. Okay, so you that. pull this sick, like you've just left the shield on your back and you've got your, your great axe in two hands, because you have to, but you're doing this <laughs> sick, you like pull it um, like sort of across your chest up as in an arcing motion as it cuts forward. There's a spray of the ogre's blood over your face, just back over you. It's this dark, black, foul-smelling blood. As you bring it up, you spin the axe around in your hand so, in your hand so it's the other side of the blade and pull it back across the other side, cutting an X into the ogre's stomach. And part of its abdominal muscle tears and like blood and ichor comes spewing forward. It's awful. And um, Buddy's looking a little more than bloodied. Thick. Okay. That's Osk's turn, I assume. Yes. So now, (laughs) just that, yes. I was trying to read, but yes. No, no, all good. Now we go to ogres. (laughs) Moving up. Ed. No. Ed takes the arrow in his abdomen, stumbles for a moment, takes a step forward, and he just goes. <sighs> and as he like 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 gives one last battle cry, he takes a step forward confidently with his shield, raises it up to block. The ogre just bluntly and simply lifts the um, the club up and just brings it down. <sighs> And there's just no resistance. It brings down hundreds and hundreds of forces of pressure and it just <laughs> crushes Ed where he stands. The shield is folded inward, the arm breaks, the body's pressed downward, and there's just a splatter of dark blood in the snow. 
the ogre pulls the club up, just stares forward at um Eddie. No. He's and walks lost right up behind brothers. him. Why does he hate us? <laughs> this ogre is gonna take an attack at Osk. Uh, it's gonna hit. Right, what's your AC? Uh, it is 21. <sighs> with my 10 base points. Excuse me, that's... Oh, wait, wait, that lasts for a round, right? No, no I... it lasts until you take damage, and she didn't take damage yeah. last time. That's a freaking good yeah. ability, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, you rolled Kara, it. Kara, I just rolled a 20. <laughs> it misses by one. What does it look like as Osk deflects or dodges? Well, funny you should ask that, because <laughs> I'm going to use... <laughs> I'm going to use my superiority dice. And when somebody misses an attack on me, I use a reaction to expend one superiority dice. Isn't it fun to, to play to do, do combat with Kara? Yeah, it is. She's really good at combat. <laughs> All right, so roll your attack. Thank you. It's just one right. <laughs> it's it's not two. I rolled it's a hit an and Kara it's said uno attack. reverse. <laughs> she said no you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh 22. Oh, that's gonna hit. Roll for damage. Uh, 14 points of... Are you just rolling, like, the max damage every time? Uh, no, I rolled a 10. That's really good. Okay, Kara, what does it look as, as Osk gets... Or, excuse me, what does it look like as you get another attack on him? Um, I think somehow I'm gonna, like... I don't know exactly how, but I'm gonna dodge it, and when I dodge it, I'm gonna gain momentum somehow, and then oh, like swing. Oh, heck yeah, okay. So the club comes, like, it, it puts a hand on its stomach, pulling in desperately, trying to keep, like, organs from piercing through its abdominal wall. In agony, as blood spills outward, and just with a rage, a dumb animalistic rage, it raises up the club, and it goes, <gasps> and as it brings it downward, you just, you, like, do a spin step to the side, and the club goes, <laughs> past you, and crashes it down with um, a spray upward of snow yes ma'am i also forgot to add in my superiority dice duh so hang on okay <laughs> oh plus one so 15 points okay <laughs> um and with the momentum of that spinning step you just pull you like get one hand up at the top of the axis hilt slide it down with the other like a lumberjack as you're spinning around and the blade just in a perfectly horizontal line comes back around and cuts through the ogre's forearm and it's just Cuts through and blood sprays everyone, and the ogre just. <gasps> it's doing real rough. Good. Sick. Okay. Um, now it is this ogre's turn. It's gonna come for Swanson. Swanson. Four. Miss. Um, the diminutive Swanson, the o the bat just <laughs> over his head, and he just ducks down and he goes, <gasps> okay. Um, this ogre is gonna. 30. Oh no. Homeboy's mouth. Cocked. What's your AC? Wait, I can add the temporary. You can. As yes. long as I don't know what it is. Okay, I'm gonna. As a reaction. Yeah, I'm gonna add a uh, three to make it a 20. Misses. What does it look like as you dodge? Uh, oh gosh, I don't even know how that works right now. Um, okay. Uh, I, can I hold up my shield? Sick. So okay. the, um, the, it's a wild ankled, like poorly constructed strike, and as it flies forward, it you just hold up your shield at an angle, and it just glances off. It almost knocks the shield out of your out of your arm, and there's just like a, a, a burning pain in your shoulder, is so, like you maybe tore a ligament blocking it. But it deflects, and you don't <laughs> take what would be a crucial blow. Sick. All right, that's the end of the ogre's turn. 
Now we go to Kefkins. Every time you say that, I'm I in my brain I have it that that's the enemy, and I'm like, no, those are hack people. <laughs> I know to the Kefkins. I'm like, oh god, it's so. So Eddie is going to turn back around. He's going to move outward a little bit and create Wait, a little did space. Big blue ogre, take a turn. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. As much as I don't want him to, I feel the need to be an honest player. <laughs> no. What did I do? What did you do? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to our little soldier boy. <laughs> soldier boy. <laughs> did I watch them? The third, <laughs> the third Ed brother. Um, as the other ogre comes trudging up behind, away, Eddie like pulls out a sword and like turns to face the other one. The other, the ogre chieftain that looks like he wasn't paying any attention, just whips the bat up around its head and comes crashing down and hits him so hard that his one arm caves inward. The back is broken and there's just this awful <laughs> sound as he bends unnaturally and falls sideways in the snow. No noise, nothing, just silent and dead. R.I.P. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, so now it's the Kefkin's turn. Did we ever learn their real name? <laughs> That's really sad. Sorry. Okay, sorry. is gonna try and move into a more advantageous position, so she's gonna move over here Wait, to move? flank. It's because it's her turn. Oh, it's not it's her not turn. It's not her turn. Kefkin's, just general Kefkin's, sorry. Um, uh, so Zekt is not dead yet. He is going to yet. He's going to take a sword attack at this ogre. <gasps> Hits. Oh, he just has one attack. Um, but he's going to hit. So let's roll for damage. I rolled the wrong dice, but I don't care at this point. That is cocked between a five and six. Can you see that? Yeah, that's wild. Two. Oh, Dang it. Okay, four points. He takes a slashing sword attack that cuts into its thigh, and directly after Swanson follows that up. Uh, misses. He just slices forward and the, the sword just glances off of the creature's thick hide. It was a bad swing. That's the sum total of the remaining Kefkins. Um, so now we go to... To me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do I have to take... Sorry. Do I have to take an action to like put away my longbow to take out a different No, I, I call that a free action for the sake okay, of things cool. being dope. So... Obviously, I'm not using longbow on the ogre that's standing in my face now. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm going to take out, I'm going to like sling it back over my back, the longbow, and I'm going to get out the, the great axe. Okay. So um, there's, this, there's this slick weapon change as you sling it over one shoulder with the other arm, like pull the axe out underhanded and catch it long in your hand and bring it down in front of you. Yes. <laughs> it's a 24 again. That's incredible. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Roll for damage. <laughs> or actually, um, roll to hit again, because you have two attacks. Oh, that's right. Woo! Nat 20! Nat 20! Oh my god! <laughs> okay. I'm so happy okay, right now. Okay, so okay. roll for damage. Uh, so a d12. Yeah, slashing. Nine. That's a nine, so... Plus four is 13. Yes. So roll again. That's a six. Six, so ten, that's... So mm -hmm. 20... Nine? 29. Four, 24. 24. Yeah, 24. yeah, now roll your d12 Sorry. one more time. 24 plus 8 is 32. 32 points of slashing damage. Wow. Marnie, how do you do 32 points okay, of slashing damage? Okay, so because he's like so freaking tall and I'm so freaking short, 
<laughs> I just want to take the great axe and because it's slashing, I feel like I'm kind of copying Kara here, but like I just want to like slash back and forth, like oh, on his legs, yeah. oh. like just his legs, like rip his legs apart. Heck yeah! Because that's like what's right in front of me. With your dwarven Absolutely. strength, your low center of gravity, two wide thighs, just <laughs> down in the snow, you just take the the axe and you just <laughs> back and forth. These even strikes. Each one is so painful that the ogre like starts to strike against you and then just falters backward, roaring in agony. You, the first one you cut across splits open the front of its thigh. The next one that you cut across cuts below and a huge section of its skin that was held together by the tension of the flesh pulls backward and there's exposed muscle. And the last one that you come across just severs the main muscle of the quadricep on the front and just you are covered in ogre blood across the front, yeah. sprayed to the sides. You've damaged it so much that not only is it past bloody, its movement is now reduced to 10 feet per round maximum Ooh. because you have effectively ripped apart one of its legs. Lovely. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> now we go back to the top of initiative. So it's Ashla. She is going to step to the side, trying to get in a more advantageous position. So she's going <laughs> to take the opportunity attack, but she's going to spend to. temporary AC points. And she's going to spend three of them to boost her AC up to 21. So Ogre's gonna roll the hit. Misses hard. So a bat just over her head. She barrels, rolls to the side, pulls up her shield. She's gonna take two attacks at the Ogre Chieftain. I roll butt pee all the time. Yeah, that was really bad, Zach. <laughs> that was a six and 11. Oh my God. That wouldn't even hit Ro. The second one hits. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Ooh, max damage. Okay. It's something. Heck yeah. It's not good. Dude's looking fine. Um, the ogre chieftain, like, just watching Eddie died, she grits her teeth, takes another stab at its calf, and just gets another good gash in his blood sprays forward. She's doing damage. We're getting somewhere. That's that's Lashla's whole turn. Okay. Gobbles. Um, gobble boys. More firing from the trees. There's three of them, right? Although, can we see them? You can make a perception check on your turn if you want to try. On my turn. It's a hit. That's a miss. So two are gonna come in and ask. No! What? You got higher than my AC? That was really weird. Oh wait, what's your AC? 21. I forgot. Only one hits. Heck, Heck yeah. <laughs> so that you lose those temporary AC points, right? Uh, yes. That's gonna be eight points of piercing damage. As an arrow, a bolt, like one deflects off of your uh, Kefkin plate, but another <laughs> stabs into your thigh. and You bleed back badly downward. You're starting to feel a whole lot of agony. Yeah. Your uh, uh, adrenaline is pumping your ears. You can feel the <laughs> of of like sort of blood in your head and your heart is pounding. Um, okay. Next initiative, we go to awesome. you. What you doing, Ask? Okay, I'm gonna attack again. Attack Please. again. Um. Dang it! Fifteen. Hits. <gasps> oh. Okay. Ogres don't have high AC. That's true. They don't have armor on, really. Do they? They're just naked, jakey, um, and big mm. and slow. Are they not cold? <laughs> uh, 11 points. Okay. Of slashing. Do you take a second attack? Yes, of course. I was just making sure it wasn't going to die. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead. Wait, that was... <laughs> okay. Uh, that definitely doesn't hit. That's a nine. That does not hit. <laughs> no. Okay, what, is your, what does your slash look like? Um, 
I think I'm gonna try to like go down. Oh, straight down. Okay, yeah. as you rear the axe over your head, you straight down the middle, and as it takes this huge slash forward, the hand that was covering up the stomach to protect it, you sever two of the metatarsals in the back of the hand. So the bones crack through, and the ogre just and it like sort of falls to a knee. It looks awful. Wow. It's doing real. It is covered. You are covered in ogre blood. Heck yeah, dude. I'm gonna press the digitation to clean this. <laughs> that's really driving my brain nuts. Now it's ogre's turn. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> There's ogre's bias. So this one is going to move in on Lashla. Of course. Hard miss. Good. Ogre Chieftain. Hard miss. <laughs> oh, Zach's the one rolling. Asks Ogre. Hard miss. Guys, I just wow. rolled, I just rolled a six of four and a five. Oh, Garden Kefkins. Ooh, that's gonna hit. Mm, and then the one caps. on. What's your AC right now? Uh, twenty. Misses by one. So, um, Osk, the one in front of you, blinded by agony. It's like its eyes are bloodshot. It's squinting one eye. It's just flailing the club around wildly, missing you dramatically. It's dying just <laughs> missing um another these two the ogre chieftain and the ogre on lashla take simultaneous swings and she just bows like ducks below one and rolls between another just untouched oh, yeah. just muhammad aliing them Girl boss. um Girl boss. the same cannot be said for zekt no. No. so let's roll some damage Oof. Little baby Zect? No. As Zect stands there sort of confidently looking around at the dying ogres, um, one one club just sweeps forward <laughs> quickly across and in his great height. Zect is bereft of his head. Oh my Which just gosh. sort of explodes in the splatter sideways from the force of the bat. And his Poor body Zekt. just <laughs> is thrown down hard into the side of the snow. Zekt. And he dies. Swanson is left. Baby. You got this. All right. Next initiative. It is the Kefkin's. chieftain. Oh, no, chi right. chieftain goes with ogres. Oh, okay. So it's Kefkin. There's one. Come on, Swanson. Actually, excuse me. According to my notes, it's been four rounds of combat. So now, the three the three Kefkins who are dispatched to the north have returned. Oh. And they are lined oh. up along the parapet oh. with arrows. Is one of them Carl? One of them is Carl. Sick. <laughs> so Swanson Where's misses Edwin? hard. Oh, yeah, Edward. That's another natural one. Are you kidding me? Okay, but there's a hit. There's two hits. <laughs> okay. So Carl misses hard with an arrow. Swanson that is horrified and misses his sword shot. Oh. But, I don't know, two others. Edwin. Yeah, sure. Make uh, shots with um, longbows. Okay. Let's go. And uh, this ogre right over here on Lashla takes. Oh, he's looking real rough, way past bloodied. As two arrows stick into his sides. And the Kefkins are doing what Kefkins do best forming up. All right, next in initiative. What you doing? Okay, what is what is this ogre doing here? Is he like. Trying to kill you. <laughs> Really? I had no idea. What are you doing, Marty? Is he, like, on his knees? Or, like, what's his legs doing? <laughs> yes. 
So, yeah, so he's collapsed onto one knee as how, part of the muscles hanging out of his right thigh. So how tall is he on his knees? Um, oh, he only has f six feet on you now. Okay. Okay. So he's so massive. Only, okay. Um, so he's yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take my great axe. Again. Yeah, I was assuming. <laughs> That's bad. You have no. your other dice if you want to use it. What? You have the other dice if you want to use it. Oh, I know. But okay, so that, yeah, that's yeah, a seven. It's not going to hit. Wait, wait. No. It's a nine. No, it's not. No. Plus four plus two is six. Six plus five is 11. That just hits. The the <gasps> ogres, other than the right chieftain, have an AC of 11. Okay. So it does hit. Heck yeah. You could no, roll a second four. attack if you wanted. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> second hits. Two okay, hits. 16. Roll for damage twice. D12 is yeah. there. Okay, okay. That is not a good roll. That's no. six total. Yeah. She just rolled a 12, Kara. I rolled a natural She just rolled 12. a 12. Okay, so that's... Uh, Hold on. How about I cut you off? <gasps> Marnie, how would you like to do this? I've never done this before. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, so she's going to take that great axe and she's going to lift it all the way over her oh, head. Oh, heck yeah. And like, even though he's still taller than her, she's just going to take it and kind of like kind of step backwards and then just oh, stick it in like oh, whatever is oh, yes. like face to face with her. So I don't yes. know if that's like ready. Okay, so. As he's like lumbering over you, it it drops its club in pain, and it just takes a huge hand and reaches out to grab your head, which it could probably crush in its hand. And as it's reaching its arm forward, you just like duck down, pull the axe backward. Do you have any dope one-liner? It's okay if you don't. I'm just giving you opportunity. Excellent. So you. <laughs> I thought of some things, but they weren't appropriate. <laughs> You, you lean back onto one leg, you grab the two, like the handle long ways like a spear, and because it's that perfectly circular blade, you just jam it straight forward and it just embeds, bisecting the point of the beer gut meeting back with the chest, it just smashes through the sternum Heck as blood yeah. bursts outward, and you pierce straight through its diaphragm and into its heart, and it just goes... Wow. And it just like falls backward off of your axe as it gets pulled out and Heck just yeah. backward in the snow and there's like a clean line of blood that is sprayed across oh. your eyes and replaced replaced your war paint with ogre blood on the other side I love it um Heck yeah you still have movement if you want to use oh it. yeah I'm da -da -da -da. can I go up by Mr. Swanson yeah you could run to Swanson's aid all right. He's my food, dude. Back to the top of initiative. <laughs> we have Lashla. Let's go, Lashla. Can she survive? Wait, I have a question. I have an answer. Um, did uh, did she get to take two hits or just one? Yes, two attacks. Two attacks. Okay. Yeah, I've just rolled. Um, every single every second roll for her has been below ten the whole time. Wait, are you talking about no. me or Lashla? No. Yeah. Yeah, Jackie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jackie yeah. took two. But he... The second one killed. Yeah, the second one killed. Perfect. Okay. Um, does it work that way that if you if you didn't use your second attack, you can always use it for, mm -hmm. on a different target? Or does it have to be the same target? I don't know target? what the rule is, but I don't care because it's dope. Okay. Okay. I always like sick. more. Cool. Okay, sick. Um, okay. Lashla's okay. going to take Anyways. two hits against this ogre and succeed both. <gasps> go, oh, heck yeah. Let's go. <laughs> wow, I'm really bad damage. It's fine. 
Oh, still not doing good. She got a lot of pressure on her. Oh, sick. He was low. With the other bolts stuck into him from the other Kefkin soldiers, um, the the ogre chieftain having missed, Lashla like puts a foot up onto the 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 um, club that's slammed down from the chieftain, uses it as a springboard, jumps off of it, picks up her shield, bashes the ogre in the face, and she slams it forward. And one of the tusks goes flying out of the mouth. She uses the momentum of the distraction to bring her sword along the side and just gets it lined up with one cheek, cuts through one cheek slashes through the other and severs the back of its head deeper inside cutting through its spine there's just a splay of blood out from the side and she like lands down in the snow with the sword forward and she just like turns around looks at um uh looks at the chieftain like twirls the sword around and as it does there's just a spray of the other ogre's blood off of it lifts oh her shield gosh. and she just says generals come from somewhere Woman and she like just points a blade up at the chieftain. And uh, <laughs> now we're going to go to Gobbo's. Gobbo's. We're just going to keep hiding and firing. Um, Ooh, that's a hit. I'm going to use my iron hide to increase my AC. Two. Uh, back to 21. I have bad news. Yes. My first roll was a 22. <gasps> ah, rip. Okay. So I have one miss and two hits. Okay. I rolled a one. I rolled two ones on damage. I rolled two ones on damage. The whole world is stinky. Um, Ask, you take six points of piercing damage. Okay. As two more bolts go flying by you. They just cut you in two different places, but you're starting to bleed Rude. everywhere. How are you looking? Uh, Pretty good. Okay. All right. So you're bleeding from serious, from several places, but it's just flesh wounds. You just look kind of bad yeah. in the bone. I'm uh, at 40 out of 60, so... That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, um, nice. Oscar, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to attack. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> I love fighters. Uh, 24. That might hit. And a... 22. Those will hit. Roll for damage. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh! Oh, yeah. I scored, I did a max score. <gasps> um, of dice, not. Yeah, not yeah I gotcha, I gotcha. 20. Okay, okay. <laughs> What's your damage so far? Um, 28. Slashing. Ask. How would you like to do this? <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Um, so I'm gonna slice uh, his kneecaps with my first oh. one and I'm gonna go down. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Straight down the middle? Yeah. You want your Halloween I gore? You're going to get it, listener. <laughs> so um, the axe just <laughs> around the head. And as you take a huge swing at its knees, you just... <laughs> and you cut the the tendons binding the femur. Or excuse me, the... Um, anyway, binding <laughs> tibia <laughs> to the front of the knee. And it, the, the legs just split and blood goes spraying. Oh. Then as it falls down on its knee, it just lifts up its face, finally realizing that it's gonna die, its hand being split apart, its stomach being cut open with organs spilling out, its knees cut apart, it just looks up with a dismayed face, and Osk, you just lift your ax over your head. Do you have any one-liners? You don't have to, I'm just offering. Uh, no. Okay, with a grim, solemn face, you lift the ax up, and uh, the ax up, and the ogre just looks 
And you just bring it down straight into the center of its head, splitting its face apart. And there's just a spray of gore and blood. And then you pull the axe out. And the ogre just into the sand, into the snow in front of you. Oh, heck yeah. And, and I'm going three to... goblins are going to make wisdom saving throws. Ah. Success. Failure. Success. Okay, one goblin runs away. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh-uh. Yeah. I um, would just like to... S or go ahead. Nope, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, in honor of all this slashing damage, I just want to let everyone know I'm wearing a Freddy Krueger sweat you top You are wearing tonight. a Freddy <laughs> Oh, heck yeah. Do you move um, back? I'm going to go flank the other side of the guy, because don't we get advantage Um. Isn't there a flight Yeah, well, rule? there is. I don't remember if we use it, but Kefkin certainly should. So, yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Um, next initiative is Ogres. There are fewer of those now. <laughs> Chieftain's going to spin around, seeing the other threat. He's going to try and get a, an attack off in each direction. I rolled um, a three. I'm going to increase my AC back up to 21, which is my last time I can do that. Okay, I swear I'm not messing around. I rolled a three against Lasha. So it takes the club and just makes a big spinning arc around it. It goes straight over Lasha's head, but then as it comes back no. around, it has a 27 to hit. Oh my god, okay. No. Rude. <laughs> You're gonna take 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Well, I'm not doing too good now. Okay. The, as the club comes swinging around, uh, and actually, I'll tell you what, just for the sake of interest, I want you to make a strength saving throw, Ask. Okay. Um. 24? Okay, that will save. Um, so as okay. the club comes swinging around, it just <laughs> crashes into 23. your- 23. Sorry. It's, it's fine. It's above 20. Okay. It comes crashing into your side. And it warps part of your shield. Or, or no, you don't even have your shield on. It rips the gauntlet off of your forearm and almost breaks your arm. And uh, ah. like a couple of ribs crack and you go, you go, you're just plastered down in the snow. But you muster the strength to pick yourself up and not just be like laid out on the ground. Right, um, okay. So that's that ogre's turn. Now, second one. Oh no. Not Ron Swanson. Take me instead. <laughs> Is it me? No, it's Ron Swanson. Like Swanson turns around with a blade. No. And right as you run up, Marnie, you are not in time before the ogre no. lifts the club over its head and just... <laughs> and there is just a spray of snow and red mist and Ron Swanson is gone. Oh, I'm so angry. Um, that's Ogre's turn. So now we go to Kefkin's, and there are now three archers. Well, at least there's We're going to try and avenge their allies. Except Zach's going to roll really bad, so okay. one of them's going to hit. Okay. okay, the remaining Ogre is... Not looking so hot. Good. Okay, another bolt stabs into its chest. It roars out in pain. Um, moving a bit more expeditiously, we are going to go to Marnie. What you doing, Marnes? Oh, it was Kefkin's. I was like, wait, what? Um, okay. They just rolled dead. So homeboy that just killed Ron Swanson 
Deets is like super angry. She's mad. Uh, so she's gonna take that great axe, and I'm just gonna say to flavor it that as she was running over there, she was like dragging it in the snow to like clean oh, the blood yeah. off, and um, and she's gonna she's gonna uh, attack twice with their great axe. Wait, do I need to that get hits? in front of him? No. Okay. Okay. So that, yeah, that was a it hits. Yeah, twenty-two. And then hits. Sick. Cool. Over damage twice. Cuckoo. <gasps> she rolled a 12. 12. She rolled a 12, Kara. She rolled a 12. I rolled a 12. So that is a 16. Marnie. Ah! How would you like to do this? <laughs> okay. Um. So she. She's going to yell out, this is for Swanson. Okay. <laughs> and um, she's. I wanted to like kind of almost slide into him and just slash oh. his legs and then go up and like slash as high as she can yes. like above her head. Oh heck yeah. You as, go as baseball as sliding on your knee well from behind him. So you go baseball sliding on your knees and as you slide through like Legolas with an el elephant, you cut the back you cut his like the tendons connecting his hamstrings yes. to his calves, and he just <gasps> falls backward in the snow. And as you whip the axe around again, you cut backward and you just rip his spine. You cut his spine in his back. Just heck yeah. And he just falls Sick. over dead, vacant <laughs> of life. Boom. Marnie the Ogre Slayer. Yeah. Okay, Marnie, would you like to use your, moving, your remaining movement? Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go up to the three Kefkin officers collapse on the chieftain. Chief Ogre, dude. Okay, back to the top of initiative. It's Lashla. Go. Roll the five. Sick. That's a hit. I'm going to action yes. surge. That's a hit. That's a hit. Heck yeah. Let's go. <sighs> Ooh. Oh. 19 points of slashing damage from Lashley. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, he's looking bloodied. She just takes a bunch of really rapid <laughs> cut, uh, quick cuts with the short sword, and as he's getting surrounded, just starts stabbing into his back and his leg. He's bleeding from all over from small wounds. Next initiative, we go to Gobs, um, oh. and just they me. all left. <laughs> oh, okay. Because goblins are not known for their bravery. Um, now we go to you, Asuka. Okay, I'm gonna hit twice. Mm -hmm. um, she didn't say 15. I'm gonna roll. She told me how it was gonna be. <laughs> Fifteen does hit, and that definitely hits. Twenty-four. Yes, roll for damage. Um, that was correct. Okay, good. Twenty-five points of slashing. Oh my goodness. Huge heaving wax from the other side, cut so hard that you actually cut part of the mis muscle overlaying his ribs, and one of the Ooh. ribs, like his ribs, are exposed on a side. Oof. Blood oh, is gushing yeah. outward. Fear is wiped across across his face. Not that I don't think he's gonna be running anywhere or anything, <laughs> but I'll just use my slasher feet so that he does have mm -hmm. a reduced speed by ten, nice. because I can just do it on every turn. So. Oh shoot. Bad. <laughs> what is 
Ask. He just hit twice. Okay. What's your remaining hit points? 20. No. Why did he just As... attack me? How did he? Why? Why did he attack her? She Twice. Just, she just killed a different... That's who he was attacking last turn. He, he spun around and attacked Lashla. Yeah, and then... but Marnie just killed an ogre too. Yeah. <laughs> he spun around, attacking Lashla. The club missed, and then he successfully hit... Um, Alright. She, I mean, she's the one down. Me. It's 25 points of damage. Okay. So... As Osk takes two huge swinging strikes with ribs exposed, the chieftain just turns around, grabs Osk by the head, takes the club and just with one huge hit, crunches the armor inward on the chest, stabbing it into her torso, and then takes a, a sharp twist and throws her to the ground. You are unconscious. Do I do death saves? Okay. So now, that's the ogre's turn. Um, we are going to go to Kevkins, who do not have a very clear shot without hitting their allies. So they're going to start regrouping to run down below the gate, and they're going to start switching out weapons, and they're on their way to assist. <laughs> um, I mean, they can't. They don't want to shoot you I guys. <laughs> um, now we go to Yoliu. Okay. Okay. Deet is pissed. Um, okay, she's gonna take a great act. She's gonna use. Uh, she's gonna use. Uh, uh, action surge. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna roll a d20 instead of a d12. I know. I, was, I, was, <laughs> I wanted to just go ahead and roll my hit points. You know. Uh, so hit. that hits. Hit. That hits. Misses. Dang it. Okay, so. I'll say you can put it in the tray. That was on accident. Okay. <laughs> that was worse. Six. <laughs> Roll again. Okay, so. Are you counting for me? That's okay. 12 total. Oh, that's right. Uh, two. Okay. 12. Two more huge heaving strikes. Yeah. Slash back and forth. Yeah, back to the top of initiative. It's the Lash Lanier. Kara, <gasps> I just rolled a natural 20. Let's go! Then I rolled a 19. <laughs> wow. Okay, come on. Come on. Six. Okay. Two. Okay, okay. eight. Plus that's 12. After Dietz takes two huge slashes, she buckles the back of the ogre's legs again. It falls down to its knees. Lashla takes her sword, runs it up next to the ogre's neck, and just pulls down with a quick cut along the back of its neck, severing its levator muscles in the back. And the ogre just, like, it's it goes into paralysis and, just, and falls down on its hands and knees and struggling to lift its head, bleeding out all over the snow. Lashla walks up, puts a hand onto its cloak, pulls the cloak off of its head, runs her sword right up in between its eyes into its nose. She just looks down deeply and says, we are the Iron Empire. I'm and then stabs her sword forward, pressing it into its skull, goes through the eye cavity, and the whole ogre just kicks and goes limp. And you all are out of combat. 
He's unconscious. What do we do? Yes, yeah, so Asuka, it is your turn in initiative. Okay. I would like you to make a death save. I failed. Your allies run up to you. The other Kefkin soldiers surround. This is officially roleplay. What is everyone doing? I don't even know how to do this without what being are you a doing? Um, I yell out at everyone. Is there any way, like, tell me this, DM. Is there any way that, like, if all of us... Because, like, Asuka's, like, giant. Is there any way all of us can, like, carry her? You guys pick her up, start yeah. carrying her. Oh, yeah, easily. Okay. I the was group like, starts carrying... Yeah. Asuka back to the back Lashla, the gate. As as you all are carrying her up, so different soldiers start picking you up, start carrying equipment. Um other soldiers are going and checking the dead, verifying that they are Yeah. But it doesn't take much checking. Everyone's yeah. extremely dead. Um and Ask as your body is being carried, Lashla um pulls out the symbol that's on her neck, kisses it close to her lips, touches it to your forehead and then slides it back under her armor. Can I get another death save? Failed. No, 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 no. Ask your arms are going limp, starting to drag in the snow behind you. One of the soldiers picks up your great axe. The gates <laughs> open. What's left of the Kefkin soldiers, five total, baby, are there with their weapons drawn. They see the battles over, they lower them, having been scattered to the other part of the town, verifying that no other attacks were coming. Citizens from all across the town are opening doors, peering out into the cold night. Some of them are holding pitchforks and weapons, afraid of what might come. As your body is being carried under the gates, your long arms and your hands are just dragging through the snow, making grooves behind you, moving past the dead woman at the gates and the goat that's dead nearby. Could you make another death save for me? Yes. Okay, a 13, save. Asuka's just sort of... <laughs> belabored breaths being offered through blood spraying from the nose. Is there, do we know, like... You have no have, healers. Like, what? You have no healers. You have no healers? Like there's no medical You have no medical profession. Anything? Not here. Even a larger town. And as the soldiers begin carrying, Lashley just raises a hand and says, well, they actually, excuse me, they take you to the entrance of the officer barracks. They lay you down in one of the bunks. Torches are lit. Soldiers come in. Two or three remain outside to communicate possibly with villagers or explain what happened. Other villagers are starting to crowd the gate and look out and see the carnage beyond. As you guys are inside, Lashley just kneels down by the bed. A couple of the other soldiers place their sword their sword tips down on the stone. Mark of reverence, could you make another death save for me? I failed. Ask. Twitches softly one last time. And there's a... <laughs> a little more blood bursts out of the nose, pours down the chin. And then she... <laughs> Ashla reaches up, pulls down her eyelids. Her jaw hardens. She just nods. 
The other soldiers don't quite look like they know what to do. Deeds kind of um, ushers the other shoulder, soldiers out of the barracks. They immediately nod and leave. Um, and Deets just kind of kneels down beside Lashla and just kind of pats Lashla, like puts her hand on her, on her shoulder and kind of squeezes and then lets go. Lashla is stoic and resolute. She, she sort of like looks at the wall in front of her for a moment. She turns and looks at you and she says, We'll make a better empire. And I'll need lieutenants. She just has an unwavering, steely gaze as she looks at you. She stands up. She leaves. Ask there in a moment of peace. Just sort of walks out of the barracks again out in the cold night. Um, Osk just sits there for a moment. Look, or Deets. I mean, Osk does sit there for a moment. Um, and uh, kind of just grabs her hand and pats it, and then gets up and walks outside too. Walk outside, and snow is falling a lot more gently now. A lot of the storm that the goblins and ogres were using for cover has dissipated a little bit. Still still flurrying, but as the clouds have parted slowly, Law is in the middle of the sky, dressing everything in a pale moonlight. And the whole town is just in a little bit of shock. Individuals are looking outside. You can hear crying sounds from whoever's found the body of the shepherd. The soldiers look well, there's some sobbing from them, too. His body's our friend outside. Uh, Marnie just kind of mutters under her breath that mm, she, she was the best of us. From somewhere near in the crowd, there's a woman, middle-aged, standing, peering out of the gate. And at her side, two young boys, maybe 11 and 8, holding on to either side of her leg, looking out at the gore and next to them there's a little girl who's looking at you and she just has hardened face with a cold expression she's got a stick in her hand she just picks it up and she shoves it down in the snow she turns away doesn't look at you Cold moonlight just dresses everything. And the world, in a small way, is changed under an iron moon. And that is where we are going to end our one shot. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> well, it's because I'm talented that way. 
Okay. Um. Wow. Well. Any final thoughts for the listeners? That was really good. Yeah. Um, Kara, thank you for mm-hmm. joining our podcast to die. <laughs> I'm honored. I have a quick... You know, I, I think that was truly my first like character death. Oh, wow. Great session, everyone. I have a question. Sure. And I don't know if you'll answer it or not, but because since we don't have like a, a breakdown for this, obviously, would... Were the goblins and ogres attacking because there were Kefkins there? Like, would they have t- attacked the town if Kefkins hadn't have been there? Ugh. I hate when he shrugs. I know. It's the sort of thing we could talk about in a third watch. We can talk about whatever we want. Okay. And not to shamelessly plug on such a sad moment, but if you're interested in third watch, it's on our Patreon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the events of that whole deal can be... um. Left for future consequences. Okay. Maybe we'll see some of those names again. Listeners, thank you for joining us on a wonderful, if uncomfortable, adventure. (laughs) We hope that you had a spoopy time. Hopefully the world is a little little bigger and a little more wonderful. We want you to know that life is an incredible story, even the sort of sad parts. And uh, you are a very important part of it. We hope to see you again here next time. Skibbity wop nada. Skibbity wop. Skibbity wop nada. Nada.